1: Welcome to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. I'm Bart Gregory, along with Charlie Winfield, and we are in the Farm Bureau studios here in downtown Startwell. Farm Bureau, go with the home team at Farm Bureau. Check them out at favorites.com. They have agents all across the state of Mississippi, home, life, auto, whatever you need in your insurance life. Go by and see our friends at Farm Bureau. I'm Bart Gregory, along with Charlie Winfield, and uh, this is our first time to come to you since our Sunday coffee. And um, a lot has changed since we stepped into the studio, Charlie, to record our Sunday coffee. Boy, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. And you're not
0: referring to the women's basketball game.
1: No, we played well. women's basketball earlier today. And, hey, big win. 87-26 to 26 over New Orleans in women's basketball. We're now 4-0 in women's basketball. Look, Charlie, I broadcast women's basketball for 11 years. And we had one bad year, really bad year, 2006. And I think that 2006 team that won six games could have beat New Orleans by 40. If they couldn't. If they couldn't.
0: Then I suggest that we remove all reference to them from the historical records of that this may, university.
1: may have been as bad of a basketball team.
0: But as it was it, kids' day, so my head isn't hurting or anything like that. Got baby shark right out of there man um, <laughs> I was all right, like let's get to let's get to football yeah um, and I haven't asked but may I have one moment do you want one moment I would like a moment I'll give you two thank you so somebody asked me earlier today man are you happy that arnett has gone and I got to, I didn't really answer and I got to thinking about it and I thought back to when I was 13 14 years old it was a Sunday morning bit of a rainy day and my dad came in the bedroom and he said we're going for a ride and let me be clear my dad and I have a great relationship but that was not a usual event you know to say hey we're going for a ride we're going to church maybe but not just going for a ride and so I just kind of shut up I got in the car and we rode not very far and we pulled up at this house that I didn't know and we went to the door and I figured out where we were we were at Emory Ballard's house and Emory Ballard had just been dismissed as the football coach at Mississippi State. His wife came out. She had tears in her eyes. And there were three boxes in his garage. And one of them said Winfield. And my father had been Emory Ballard's CPA. had been an advisor of his in, in that realm for a period of time. And she said he can't keep things. He When he goes, he has to go. But And she basically... Finding back tears just went inside, shut the door. He never even came out. And we got this box, we took it home, and in the box were things from jackets to polos to ashtrays with the cigar or actually the pipe built into them with bulldogs and pictures of the six three score that had been framed and cross- stitch things that little kids had done for him. And my dad said to me, you know, on the way home, he just said, listen, Remember all those times when you're saying things like "Emery's a memory and you're, you're laughing about it. Just remember that there's a real-life consequence on the other end. And so when people ask me, hey, are you happy he's gone? No, because that same thing is going to be taking place. So I take some perspective. Now, then you have to step away and move away from the personal level And kind of analyze it as a football decision, right? They're two different things. But what I don't like and what I have a hard time dealing with is when people blend the personal into the sport. You know, it's not that somebody is not coaching well. it's He's not trying. He's stealing money. You get where I'm going. I don't relish in any of that.
1: And we are in a very interesting situation and a delicate situation because we are close to it. And, you know, that's the life that we chose a long time ago. Now, we're not in coaching. You know, I know a lot of people say, hey, he's going to get the buyout. And, hey, coaching is a good profession to get into from a financial standpoint. And going back to what you just said, it Charles, can be. It can. Once you be. reach the top. R- once you reach the top. I remember mowing my yard the day and sitting out there mowing the yard, trying to get away from everything the day that Rick Ray was fired. And I'm mowing my yard, car comes pulling up, Miss Brianna. And Sims and Deacon are within two weeks of each other. And Brianna gets out of the car with a box. And she says, hey, just bought some of this stuff for Deacon. And so the Sims want it. And that's one thing that kind of hits you a little bit different. And you have to separate the personal side and understand the business side. And it was, it is a business situation, too. And, and so, so
0: from the personal side, I hate it. Yeah. I despise it. From the business side, you know, if you step away, sometimes it's easier to analyze a team when you're not close. But I think like to think you and I have maintained some perspective when you look at it from the business side purely as a football issue. I don't know why, but the Zach Arnett, I think that I think thing most people would say is that he doesn't match the personality. It's almost like he changed a little bit. Um, I think. Two, um, if you're Monday morning quarterbacking it, I think he was probably loyal to a fault in terms of not taking over some things maybe where he should have. But I, from as far as Zach Selman making the decision, doing what he did, somebody asked me today, I had the, the question, I was walking into a meeting and somebody stopped me and they said, hey, do you think it was fair? And what I said is no, but it had to happen. Meaning yeah. in the in the life's never fair circumstance and kind of going back
1: to circling back, I had to, you know had the opportunity of being around Zach a lot, especially on the Road Dog Tour, and I think I said it just about every stop we went to. I don't think I've ever been around a non-Mississippi guy that was more Mississippi than Zach Arnett. I mean, if you mm-hmm. get around that guy with five people, he was an intelligent guy. He is an intelligent guy, and he was a very good, good conversationalist, and I like Zach a lot on a personal level. Now, let me ask you this. We all, in our lives, we all look back, and we all make decisions at times of our lives that that impact us, good or bad. And most of us can look back over our lives. You know, some people can look back at somebody they married. Somebody may look back at somebody they, they took a job with. I mean, you look at different situations in your life and how your life splinters from that moment. And you kind of wonder if Zach Arnett looks back and says, you know, looking at the offense and trying to figure out what your roster looked like and deciding to go completely away from a passing style or air raid style of system, you kind of wonder if that was the pivotal moment where he may look back and say that may not have been the best choice.
0: And then, though, I think you'd have to go back to as you make that as are the things that led to that choice. I mean, the truth of it is there were a lot of phone calls made before we went the direction we went. And so if some of the people who were able to come in and run the system that we thought we needed to weren't willing to do it, well, that, that kind of starts to handcuff you in your decision-making. But it does feel that way. It, it feels a lot like once we moved away with the personnel that we did. I think one could make this argument that if you were going to change offenses, you needed to change quarterbacks too. And not in terms of who is on your roster, but in terms of going to attract someone. Do you you get where I'm going? I mean, look, Will Rogers was good in that system, and I have every reason to believe he would have been even better this year. But if you can't find the pieces to run that and you think you're going to go something else, I think you get a kind of a square peg, round hole type thing.
1: And it was a situation, too. You had Will, you know, who's the air raid guy. I mean, he's a prototypical air raid short passing game guy. And then you have Mike Wright, who is a read-option style of quarterback. And you didn't have anybody in between. You had the extremes, and you have the extremes on both sides. And you never had anybody really in the middle. Um, You know, people have said, man, why don't you just keep different guys who were on the previous staff and just keep them in place on the offensive side. And, And the thing when you look back under Mike Leach, good and bad, and sometimes when you have a coaching a coach that comes in and brings a good many staff members of his own, what that does, and I'm not saying they were there was a fractured staff, but there was a different way of going about business from a recruiting standpoint with a previous staff and, say, Zach Arnett and the defensive style of guys. And um, you don't know if your personality conflicts, if that may have. You know, if if you had – I guess what I'm saying is if, if I was best buddies with – somebody on the offensive side that ran that offense. You kind of wonder if – you don't want to think it was had to do, had anything to do with personality. I'm, I'm tired of running that offense. I'm tired of those guys. You, you don't – am I – No, you're right.
0: Yeah. You're you're right. But, so, I, I think all that said, I understand why the decision was made. I understand why it was made when it was. It keeps Ole Miss from being able to come in here and say, we got your coach fired, you know, all those things, whatever little that has. But I think most importantly – Look, man, our roster is under attack right now. And the good news is you got a guy like Greg Knox who is able to help hold some things together for you. Greg Knox is a very good man, and he is a very good leader of men.
1: I will say this. I've been here for 23 years on this campus Uh, from a professional standpoint, but longer than that as a student, longer than that as a kid who grew up with a parent that worked at Mississippi State. But – of all the memories I have in Startwell and at this university, and there have been some great moments. I mean, we've enjoyed some great moments. When I was in school, we went to you know, two College World Series, a Final Four, and played for the SEC Championship in football. I mean, we've had great memories and great moments from a broadcasting standpoint. But I'll tell you this, the, the day after, the day we played after the game in the Gator Bowl that we won against Louisville, and Greg Knox in that locker room after kind of piecing everything together and holding everything together when Dan had gone to Florida and he had D.J. Looney as his offensive line coach. and I mean, you're talking about just piecing something together. That was one of the top five moments I've had here is his speech to the team after the game because that guy – hey, let me tell you, he went to Buffalo last year. He was an assistant coach at Buffalo last year and told him the kids moved back to Starkville. I mean, they lived here and going to school here. That's how much that guy cares about this community. I mean, he was coaching in Buffalo, and his family was here.
0: Well, I have a feeling that if I moved to Buffalo, my wife would probably (laughs) stay here too, so we do have that. But I'm glad that we have the resource of Greg Knox. And what I'm glad for is that we don't have to make any pretenses about it. Zach Selman can be out doing everything he needs to do to identify the next coach because, I will tell you, If this thing drags out, it going not matter how much NIL money you got. That's one of the things people talk about is, you know, hey, if we have NIL money, we're going to have players. Well, that's true to an extent. I'd actually say it's more of the other. If you don't, you won't. If you do, you still might not because that's not everything involved. You have to have a leader. You have to have the right person here or otherwise all the NIL money in the world won't matter. I am – optimistic that Zach Selman's going to go out and going to find us a good leader in short order and that, um, uh, we can get this thing moving.
1: And here's the deal too. And <laughs> I laugh about this because, you know, we've both been doing this as long as we have. And, um, just looking back over our career, I'm not going to know. <laughs> Charlie's not going to know. No, we're not. And, um, uh, I'm, you know, so texting us, Hey, what are you hearing? Let me tell you this. Good athletic directors completely hide themselves and when they go in the room. Because the last thing and I know everybody wants to hear something, and everybody wants to, you know, to be the person to walk into Sunday school and say, Hey, here's what I'm hearing and I've got the scoop because I'm a big dog at Mississippi State, nobody's gonna know, and here's the reason why. Because when rumors start flying, and if that was true, then it drives the price up. I've seen it several situations where people have been told who a coach was gonna be, not here. People have been told who a coach is going to be in the background. Hey, don't tell anybody now. And then it gets out. And then that coach hasn't signed anything. I've seen it in women's basketball where a coach, it got leaked out. This person is going to be your next head coach. They haven't signed anything. And then all of a sudden you start reading it on the message boards and reading it on Twitter. And that coach sits there and says, hey, let me tell you.
0: All right. I can make you look bad now. That's going to cost you another $200,000, and it has. Oh, absolutely it has, and that's one of the things I think one of the – I'll give you the corresponding thing that I've been dealing with here lately with NIL. So, well, if you got a lot of money, you ought to tell people. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you, uh, you, the first time you go out and you talk about having money, the next call you get from an agent is, "Man, I hear you guys are flush with cash. Yeah. Now let's talk.
1: Well, and like I said, I go back to the point. There are about three people who are going to know. Zach Selman is one of them, and I'm not going to tell you the other two or three. But I'm just going to let you know. You're going to read it in. The, you're going to read it on the message boards. You're going to read it in Facebook. Everybody has got a buddy. Let me tell you this: nobody knows, and it doesn't matter how much money they are giving to Mississippi State. They're not going to know.
0: It's interesting to see too how many times a coach isn't on any of the hot list early, right? Yeah. You start looking at hot boards. I don't think Zach Selman was on hot boards to be AD, for example. Maybe he was, but not many, right? You kind of always go through the usual suspects, right? And right now there's a lot of ideas about usual suspects, and there are some that are just pie in the sky, not going to happen.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's not right.
0: Gonna, Urban Meyer is not coming to Well, at least not for that purpose.
1: No, and, man, and that's the thing, man, is I've gotten worn out. I've gotten so many text messages. Hey, what are you thinking about Dan coming back? I mean, just – and, I, I listen, it is my fault, Charlie. It's my fault. I'm the problem here because every now and then I open up the Book of Face and I pop on those Facebook groups, and that's my problem. Because let me tell you this. Billy Joe Bob from Bogachitta. Bob from Bogachitta. Is that what it is? Not going to know. What's going on? And so, anyway, um, we're in the Farm Bureau studios, and we're in downtown well, Farm Bureau, go with the home team at Farm Bureau. You can check them out at favorites.com. Charlie and I are going to come in here later in the week and have our Tracks Plus deep dig. This week's kind of a crazy week. You had men's basketball last night, women's basketball early today, and then uh, tomorrow I'm going to jump on with the basketball team. We're going to head to Connecticut. We're going to play Saturday and Sunday. And so we'll be back in the studio in a remote situation somewhere. I will be somewhere, Charlie, on Friday. We'll do our Tracks Plus Deep Dig and talk about Mississippi State and Southern Miss in football. And so that'll be the football talk for the rest of the week. And then we'll get together for Sunday coffee. We play Washington State at 11 a.m. Mississippi time on Saturday in men's basketball. So I'll be on the air at the same time. You guys will be with uh, football. But anyway, Trax Plus, Trax Plus, our deep dig at TraxPlus.com, heavy machinery. I've got someone coming to my house or my property tomorrow and going to cut some trails for me with a sany skid steer and a Dini Seamoff mulching head, and it all came from Trax Plus, and they're going to come and do some cleanup for some trails. Going to have some good walking trails, jogging trails, deer hunting trails. And so – Sany excavators and mini excavators. Barco equipment for the foresters as well. And go to tracksplus.com and see that big, wide array of new or used Equipment. Charlie and I are going to come back on the other side of the break. We're going to talk about Mississippi State in men's and women's basketball. Both teams off to good starts here early in the season. And we're also brought to you by our friends at Country Pleasing Sausage. Country Pleasing made right here in the state of Mississippi down in Florence. Go to countrypleasing.com and see all the different varieties that they have. And of course, you can go to all great grocery stores in the southeast and you can see that great Country Pleasing sausage, whether it be the jalapeno cheddar, whether it be the old staple, the original. It all started down in uh, down in Rankin County and now down in Florence is where they make that great country-pleasing sausage. Of course, they cater as well at Country Meat Packers, and the butcher shop is huge. It's amazing all the stuff you get. They can get dried steak down at Country Meat Packers now. Charlie and I will come back. We'll talk basketball on the other side of the break. You're listening to Out of Left Field presented by Farm Bureau. Hey, and welcome back to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. I'm Bart Gregory, along with Charlie Winfield, and we are in the Farm Bureau studios here in downtown Starkville. Farm Bureau, go with the home team at Farm Bureau. All right, Charlie, let's talk about something positive. Basketball, off to a positive start. State with a win last night in men's basketball, 81-54 to over North Alabama. All right, here's the, here's the deal, Charlie. I mentioned a minute ago about we had some bad times in basketball, and uh, – I never thought I would say, Man, we won by twenty seven points. I didn't think we played great. And no. I never thought and I never thought I'd say that about a twenty seven point win.
0: <laughs> well it was a three point game earlier in the second half, right? Yeah. We didn't play great, but but there are many things that I'm excited about and I go back to this. You can talk about transfers and all those things, but I get it that Jimmy Bell wasn't the flashiest name ever signed. That guy's saving our season right now. 14 points, 14 rebounds. He is a very competent player. You'd have been okay rolling with him. He's not Tolu, but he, Tolu's an All-American, right? They don't, they aren't one on every block. That guy's giving you everything you can reasonably expect. Here's what I like about Jimmy Bell: is it's
1: almost like the poker face out there. I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. You know, 14 points and 14 rebounds last night, and. I'm going to say this, that to me was not the most impressive thing that he did last night. Chris Jans, we've talked about, you know, Coach Jans a lot here. He's an in-your-face style of guy. And last night, Jimmy Bell was coming off the floor, and I think he had, he had missed somebody on the defensive end, and they had driven in, and Chris Jans comes out and meets Jimmy Bell. And... um and was kind of, you know, he was talking to him in a forceful coaching way that Chris Jans will do, that a lot of old school coaches will do. And the body language for Jimmy Bell last night was like, yes, sir. He looked him in the eye, yes, sir. And he just kept on playing. and He played well. His body language out there on the floor looks like a veteran. He doesn't get sped up. I like everything about his game right now.
0: Isn't part of that where he came from? Probably this so. This guy, first of all, he played some football. Right. All right, So, if you're an offensive lineman like he was, you're going to be used to taking coaching. And if you play for Bob Huggins, <laughs> which he did, you're going to be used to taking some coaching. But I think it goes, too, to maturity. Yeah. I mean, he's an old guy, and that's one thing Chris Chance will tell you. He wants an old basketball team. They don't have to be old to hear. They just need to be old. But you look at old guys, that's nice. But, man, Josh Hubbard. Yeah. oh boy and he didn't have a great night by any means but what you saw was the athleticism you saw the guy that can that guy and he plays taller than he is remember Cameron Burns back in the old days oh, yeah. he was a post player Cameron Burns was basically a, a four or sometimes a five and he was all about six five Hubbard is not tall at all that guy his normal jump shot is so high off the ground it's phenomenal
1: well, you've got Hubbard, Trey Fort had nine points in the game last night. I mean, we were only seven for 26, 27% behind the three-point line, so we didn't shoot the threes that great. We came out shot them well early, took a lead early, end up leading by eight at the half, and then all of a sudden North Alabama cuts it down to a three-point game, but we kind of close it out late on an 8-0 run. All right, I never thought this time – well, I never thought – I was about to say this time last year. I never thought – in the month of March, which would have been eight months ago, that if fast forward to right now, that I would be telling you, <laughs> we got a plethora of guards that can shoot the basketball. And I think we do. I mean, we haven't shot it great. We didn't shoot great last night. Hubbard was four for 13 for the field, just two for nine behind the three-point line. But with Hubbard, I think Taylor is going to shoot. He had nine points in the game last night, only attempted two threes. And then Trey Ford... Deshaun Davis, Rams is going to shoot it well. I mean, Shaq Moore last night hit a three. And Shaq
0: looked good coming
1: back. I thought Shaq looked He, he looked he very wasn't selfish at He all. was very patient last night.
0: Wasn't and, turning it over.
1: And so we have some depth, uh, depth along the outside. And we hadn't talked about Sean Jones. Hadn't talked about Sean Jones. Hey, at one time we had Cam Matthews to five last night. And I was listening to, to uh, Chris Jans on the post game last night with Richard Williams, and they were talking about the style of play. And when, uh, when Cam Matthews is essentially the five, we're playing five out. It's like NBA basketball. It's no motion style to it. It's the new age of basketball. And Chris Jans was like, hey, you talk about it, I have to morph a little bit in my old ways. This is what kids are playing now. This is what they understand more now. It's a lot of the five out. And he's like, I'm not used to it, but I'm willing to go that way. And so we <laughs> we think of Chris Jansen as that old style of coach, but he's also. A coach that understands you've got to morph a little bit with the game, and I think that's what this team is doing offensively a little bit right now, especially without Tolu Smith.
0: Hey, real quick, talk about the league a minute. Um, you look at the ball game last night, Ole Miss had to come back to beat Detroit Mercy, they beat them by one. Detroit Mercy is we've played, we played them a couple of years ago,
1: yeah. We played them in Detroit, um, up there, played them here too. That was when they had McCallum. They came down here, we won. We went up there and we won by two. That would have been Rick's last year, 2012. That's when uh, me, Greg Ellis, and Richard Aikens sat in the immigration office at the border because they would not let Richard Aikens in because he did not have a, a passport. And they asked him if he had tobacco or cash. And I think he had <laughs> he had four figures in cash on him and he had like three cans of Copenhagen. But uh, anyway, he's still on a list in Canada that they won't let in without you know going through the proper channels again.
0: So, um, also, Kentucky had the lead over Kansas, gets outscored 12 in the second half, loses by five, though, to a number one Kansas team. And so, Kentucky may be a little better than we thought they might be. Vanderbilt's scuffling a little bit right now. They beat UNC Greensboro by four, but they had a tough loss a week ago. So, not exactly sure where the league is going to fall. Tennessee's going to be good. Tennessee's going to be good. LSU could struggle at times. We'll see how, how they end up. Game I want to see, Missouri-Minnesota. That, that'll be an interesting game to watch. And then Auburn playing Notre Dame. Auburn's going to be pretty good.
1: Yeah, Auburn should be good. I would think A&M should be better.
0: Hey, look, A&M, they beat SMU by 13. SMU's been a competent team. Texas A&M, just watch. I'm afraid they're going to be – Real close to the top of the league when it's all said and done.
1: I think we're going to be okay. Last night, you know, Detroit Mercy missed a shot right there at the buzzer. Had a chance to win on a little putback and missed that shot. And
0: You know, A&M went up to Ohio State and won. Yeah. so Beat them by seven up there. So,
1: the league is going to be, you know, better at the in the middle to the top. I'm still not sure about the bottom. You know, Vanderbilt, man, just who did they get beat by last week who had like a 14-game losing streak? Well, they barely beat South Carolina Upstate. And then lost to
0: Presbyterian.
1: Yeah, it was Presbyterian, the Blue Hose. Ah, oh, nice. The Blue Hose, H-O-S-E, okay, the Blue Hose. Okay,
0: now, thank you. Yeah, just – My just, mind was running.
1: Just making sure you got that. So, all right, Charlie, we got uh, got football on Saturday. Southern Miss coming in here at 11 a.m. So, 11 a.m. kick, that means Saturday night. So, get Friday night and Saturday night if you're coming into town, spend the night Friday night. Got a couple chances to get some – Good meals at night. Anything else going on to start with this weekend?
0: Well, we got the Christmas parade coming up here pretty quick, right? That's right, after Thanksgiving. That's the Monday after Thanksgiving, right? It is. There's a lot going on, even in the days following. You've got a holiday concert on Tuesday. And I've said this before. One of the things about the startwell.org, they've updated their website. It is much more user-friendly. You can find out all kinds of things going on in town. So if you're thinking about coming to Startwell, take a look at the website because what you will see, for example, is if you've got a game on that Saturday, see what's going on on Sunday. So it's there's a ton going on in Startwell here over the next uh, next few weeks. Yep. So go to startwell.org. That brought to you by the Startwell C.V.B. And hey, if you're
1: coming to town this weekend, also know that it's not long before Christmas now. At all. I mean, it's sneaking up on us in a hurry. So go buy Maroon and Company and go ahead and start knocking off some of those great cousin gifts at uh, Maroon and Co. Go to maroonandco.com, some nieces and nephews, and get some of the good stuff at Maroon and Company. Got the, all the Bulldog apparel that you could possibly want. But any logo, anything MSU. And that's our good friends at, friends at Maroon & Company. Go to maroonandco.com or in the store. Use the code NIL10, and they'll send uh, give you a 10% discount and send 5% of that purchase to the Bulldog Initiative. So our good friends at Maroon & Company. So go to maroonandco.com and start knocking off uh, some of those uh, Christmas gifts for you. We're about four or five weeks away from Christmas right now. And so, hey, but don't forget, you got Thanksgiving before Christmas. But you can also go ahead and start working on your Christmas list.
0: Yeah, just don't put it under a tree yet. It's not that time.
1: No, it's not time. Not time to wrap yet. Put it in the attic. There you go. That walk-in closet. Anything else for the good of the cause,
0: Charlie? No, let's – hey, I just want to say this. People my age understand the need and the desire to beat Southern Miss. Young kids now don't appreciate the rivalry. So, young guys – Ask somebody older. This is a game that we have lost many, many times. Don't and let down your guard. Don't leave the hatred at home.
1: And they're going to win. They're going to want to win. Oh boy, <laughs> Man, they're going to want to win big.
0: You will not see an opposing team bring as much effort to a game all year as you're going to see to this point.
1: Yep. And hey, on when, Saturday. And hey, if we were going to Hattiesburg, we did this a couple of weeks ago. Went down and played Southern Miss and men's basketball. Drove right by Howard Technology Solutions in Ellisville. And uh, let Howard and this Mississippi company make your company better with all of their technologies. Go to howardcomputers.com, whether it be laptops, whether it be desktops, printers, whatever you're in the market for. If you need new AV equipment, if you want to put some cameras in some classrooms, if you're in the school world. So our good friends at howardcomputers.com com, and that's where you can get all that great equipment from our friends at Howard Technology Solutions. All right, Charlie, appreciate you hanging out with us this afternoon. Mississippi State has a busy week. you the got basketball and football on Saturday, men's basketball again on Sunday. A four-game road trip for Mississippi State and women's basketball. They'll take on Belmont next Sunday in Nashville and then uh, three games out in Katy, Texas over the Thanksgiving holidays. And so a little bit of a break right now with basketball in the Humphrey Coliseum. So thanks to our good friends at Tracks Plus, TraxPlus.com for all their heavy machinery. Maroon and Company, go to maroonandco.com. In-store purchases, use that NIL10 code at uh, maroonandco.com or in-store, get that great bulldog gear. Country Pleasing Sausage, go to countrypleasing.com. Howard Technology Solutions. Go to HowardComputers.com to see how they can help you in your technology world. Startwell.org, Mississippi's College Town, the Startwell CVB. And once again, we're in the Farm Bureau studios here in downtown Startwell. So for Charlie Winfield, I'm Bart Gregory. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on Out of Left Field presented by Farm Bureau.